to F. W. F. by James Clark Maxwell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. To F. W. F. Sixth of April, eighteen fifty-three. Farrow, when our Goodwin's page late, I found thee pouring from the hydrostatic sage leaky memory storing or when groaning yesterday needlessly distracted by some bright erratic ray through a sphere refracted then the quick words oft suppressed in my forces fluttered thoughts not yet in language dressed pleasing to be uttered he that neatly gilds the pill hides the drug but vainly so in chance sown words i will speak the matter plainly men there are whose patient minds in one object centred wait till through their darkened blinds truth has burst and entered then that ray so barely caught joyfully absorbing they behold the realms of thought into science orbing thus they wait and thus they toil thus they end in knowing like good seed in kindly soil taking root and growing men there are whose ambient souls in rapt intuition seize creation as it rolls whole without partition not for them the darkened room lens and perforation enemies are they to gloom foes to insulation there's the light of perfect day there's the sense of freedom dungeons and the tortured ray serve for those that need em song to them of right belongs eloquently flowing sweeping down time-honoured wrongs surging burning glowing songs in which all hearts rejoice songs of ancient story songs that fill a people's voice marching on to glory thus they live and thus they love thus they soar in singing like glad larks in heaven above dazzling courses winging here i prithee turn thy mind to a little fable of the fledged and rooted kind bird and vegetable pensive in his lowly nest once a lark was lying often did he heave his breast querulously sighing for he saw with envious eyes pampered vegetation cabbages of goodly size swollen with emulation till their self-enfolded green tight crammed wide distended seemed in spherid pomp to mean all that it pretended long he sought to win their place in the gardener's favour well he caught the silent grace of a plant's behaviour all was useless he confessed earth for him unsuited terror seized upon him lest he should there be rooted cabbages are cabbages larks are larks he muttered then light springing in the breeze through the sky he fluttered 
Farrah, mark my fable well, fling away ambition. By that sin the angels fell into black perdition. Cut the calculus and stop paths that lead to error. Think, below the junior op, gapes the gulf's grim terror. Then your mathematic wings, plucked from off your shoulder, will express what Horace sings of that rash youth bolder than his waxen wings allowed or his cautious father fall not thou from out thy cloud algebraic rather try the pole for none but fools fools i mean at college reach the earth between two stools tripuses of knowledge better in poetic rage sing through heaven soaring than disfigure goodwin's page by incessant pouring footnote the occasion of this and of the following poem is fully explained in a note from the reverend canon farrer which is here subjoined to professor campbell thirtieth of march eighteen eighty two my dear sir i am sorry that the playful nonsense of my undergraduate days should be printed but if the lines will in the slightest degree help to illustrate the extreme goodness and kind-heartedness of maxwell i am content the circumstances were these i went up to cambridge very ill-prepared in mathematics and my classical work was much hindered by the considerable amount of mathematics required for a senior optime at which i aimed in despair i used to say to maxwell sometimes that i should be plucked in mathematics which in those days would have prevented my taking classical honours he in his ready sympathy and the kind interest which he showed towards me took my words d'un trop grand sérieux and wrote me the poetic apologue in which he advised me to aim at poetry like a lark while i left mathematicians to the distinction of being what carlyle calls the quickest and completest of vegetables the point of his advice was that i should give up the effort to win honour in the mathematical tripos and should be content with the pole or ordinary mathematical degree reserving my strength for the classical tripos i sent him my reply the same day and i remember he pressed me to let him read it at one of our social meetings which i absolutely refused to allow him to do without this word of explanation the verses would seem too nonsensical yours very truly f w farrer End of footnote. reply to the above by f w f te quoque vatem dicunt pastores virgil oh maxwell if by reason strength and studying of babbage you have transformed yourself at length into a mental cabbage and if i've proved myself a lark at morn and blushing even by soaring like a music spark through sapphire fields of heaven our diverse fates are now reversed by strange metempsychosis into a cabbage i have burst and scorn poetic posies but you a lark with twinkling wings or violet banks are soaring your voice the dewy rose-cloud rings while statics me are boring yet cabbage as i will on earth my roots i cannot anchor 
for at my mathematic birth was also born a canker it soon will gnaw my roots away but when i wear kinix i'll freely soar to realms of day an emerald cabbage phoenix then talk not of the pole to me i hate detest and scorn it i am as earnest as a bee but savage as a hornet and if they pluck me i will drown each pedant in a sonnet and of their pluckings make a crown with golden plumes upon it so if my cabbage growth be slow i'll try to be a carrot or still remain a lark but no i'll not be pole or parrot then if i fall beneath the mark i'll shout with accent savage it is a lark to be a lark tis green to be a cabbage end of to f w f by james clark maxwell